All right, all right. Yeah, yeah. Live back in action after NFL draft action through your airwaves. We're peaking, we're streaming, streaking through your radio. This is the third and three podcast. That's right. It's official. New podcast from the team over here at R4S. We got Nikki Gist back in the house, Damian Adams. I'm Jason Fearman. This is going to be our second show. Officially, we are here. Rock and roll. Third and three podcast delivering to you. Last week, like I said, it was the first week we, we went over it. We did a mock draft. And, guys, I think we did a pretty good job. I think we did actually pretty good. Not with exactly who's going to go where, but more with the position and needs. So I got to give it up and give it up to ladies first. As always, Nikki gets in the house at Nikki Nick 9384. What's up? That's me. Hi, guys. How are you? Fantastic. Fantastic. Damien, what's going on with you, man? How's the West Coast? Doing good, man. It's nice out here. You know, nice weather, so I can't complain. All right, cool. Nobody wants anybody to complain anyway, so it's all good. I mean, we'll talk about football. <laughs> Maybe yeah, we'll, right? <laughs> yeah, we were complaining about our football teams, but I, I was—I uh, was kind of happy with mine. We'll get into it, and uh, yeah, like I said, I really—we really did. We did a really good job with that. There was only a few kind of like wow moments in the first round, but um, it was just there's a lot of good players in this draft. I mean, I, on paper, it looks like a really, really good draft class, and. I just got to say one thing, like right off the bat, that Joe Burrow, I got to check his ID real quick, guys. That kid looks like he's about 14 or 15 years old, but in, in like a man's body. I mean, seriously, he, he looks like a child, but he, he's a freaking great quarterback. I, got, I can't believe it. Or are we just getting older? Oh, damn. It damn know, it. Like, she did it. you look at like an 18-year-old and you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> How old am I? Yeah. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that maybe is uh, maybe is it. We might be getting old. I think that might be it. That's a good call. And thanks for ruining my day. I appreciate that, sweetheart. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that was – I, I, really, I'm looking at his face. I'm like, this kid has never had a facial hair, no shot. But isn't he like 23? Isn't he one of the older quarterbacks? I think he's yeah, like 23. Yeah. Right, right. Boy, I, yeah, we got to check his ID. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they brought him in from like some like <laughs> island that they like – produce like these superhuman soldiers and turn them into either like football players or go to like go to war or whatever. I don't know. But this kid does not look like a man. It is strange. You know, it was really, you know, what's really cool about this whole draft thing though. I mean, it's awesome when they get to come out on stage, but what's even better is watching these guys with their families and a guy like Cesar uh, Ruiz yesterday, I think it was, uh, or a couple of days ago, excuse me, in the first round when he got picked from, um, I think it was, Oh, geez, I forgot who grabbed him. But either way, the, uh, the, Saints. the Saints, that's right. What am I talking You would know, of course, the Saints. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, watching him cry like that, Damien, you know, like I almost cried, man. That was beautiful. Yeah, no, it definitely was a good aspect to have the in-home reactions. And they did, uh, they did a lot of stories to hit the, the emotional bones there. It was at one point it was like, man, can they just tell us a, a nice Story, every, 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 it seemed like every story was a sad one. I was like, man, right. you know, the emotional bones here today with, with these draft picks. <laughs> That's funny, man. <laughs> like an episode of American Idol, right? Where they give you the sad story. Oh, my, that's right, right. Yeah. You get all. Right? 
exactly. <laughs> exactly right. That's what I thought. They're like all watching TV. He jumps up and his whole family was like, what What happened? You're like in the yeah, NFL? Like, good good job. <laughs> I mean, that I just, that what I noticed that too, Nikki. That's so funny. They're just like sitting there so stoic on, on the couch and the chairs like, dude, your freaking son's going to the NFL. He was the fifth overall draft pick. I mean, like, were they pissed off because he wasn't one? That that was really funny. I did notice that. Oh my god. Oh man, let's get into it. I think it was good. What do you guys think? The vir- first virtual draft. So I think it was pretty good. I hope um, it's the last one. I think they pulled it together as best they could. I'm happy with it. I got no problem. I really don't. You know, I I hope it's the last one. Obviously, that means that the country is doing well and we're healthy. But over- yeah. I have no problem with it. I'm cool. I didn't. I don't need all that hoopla and all that sort of stuff and. They did a good job. And Roger Goodell, I got to give it to him. I thought he did a great job also. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I thought Roger Goodell did a good job as well. It was funny. Towards the third round, he was like, yeah, I got to sit down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a lot. I've been doing a lot of talking, a lot of setting up, introducing people. Let me take a seat now. Right. Do it this way. I don't blame him. Let me no. sit down, put my pajamas on. Like. Yeah. All right. He's eating all them damn M&Ms. I know it's funny. Eventually, he's get, he got into a, he's in a T-shirt right now, just like laying back. And he did a pretty cool thing, actually. He's doing some raffle or some whatever you want to call it, uh, have somebody come to his house next, uh, you know, next time is a Monday night game, you know, this season and join him. So that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds pretty cool. I might sign up for that one, depending on where he lives, you know? Yeah. Yeah, true. Never know. Never know. But yeah, so so we're, we're all home. We're doing our thing and let's get into it. Like we said, Bengals, we knew they were going Joe Burrow. Everybody said that. And they did a, Pretty good job with their second pick, which is, you know, T. Higgins. You know, we, I had him in the first round, Damien. I think you did too. Um, so that's yeah. as close to first round as you can get. So you got your quarterback, you got a wide receiver. They still got a lot to do, Nikki, but I mean, it makes sense. Joe Burrow, that was the way to go. Yeah, I think we all saw that coming. Um, I, I don't have much to say on that one. Yeah. From an A, I guess. They filled their, their need. We all saw that coming. And, I think you're right. We gotta check this kid's ID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, I had no problem. I'm glad they didn't overthink it. You know, sometimes teams get into this position where they have the first overall pick and they go mad scientists and want to trade back and get seven picks. Right, right. Guys right there in their face. So I'm glad <laughs> they just took the summer route. Good call. Good call. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Man. I'm totally in agreement. I, I, look, again, like we said, I wanted, I was all for if they were actually to trade back, if they can get a whole bunch of draft picks, but they love this kid. They want him. So, you know what? Go for it. That's your guy. Beautiful. Congratulations. And, and- don't take every second of a clock. You know, I did tweet. <laughs> they are like, when you're in the fantasy draft, not you guys, because I swear our league is so tough, but like in past drafts that I've done, you know, you get that, that first person going to pick, and it's like they have no idea, they had no plan. Or <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Right. The, the Bengals clock is ticking. It's like they're basically already talked to borrow and signed him. It's all over. Just get it in. Yeah. And- yeah, you already, you know, the pick was in, and we still had to wait like four or five minutes. It felt like I know it. It was weird. It, it was weird. I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm with you. Um, something that wasn't weird was, you know, Chase Young going to the Redskins. That obviously happened, and that's what we all thought um, for the most part. You know, I had my wacky trade in there with Tua, who went to Miami. We'll get into that. But Washington, look, they got their guys. So I guess we can all agree because that's what we said. That that. You know, that's what they need. They're far away. They got a lot of other things that they got to do. But 
Chase Young. There you go, Damian. Yeah, and I'm glad they went with that pick. If you can rush the passer and, you know, have that clock go down and not have as much time for the quarterback to look for the wide receivers, you are one step closer to winning games. So I think that was the right pick and going with, you know, the, the best guy in the draft, in my opinion. Yeah, and they picked up a few uh, other wide receivers later in the draft, so we'll see how they pan out to help uh, Terry McCollin over there. He's the only guy who can catch a pass at all, so... Yeah, Nikki, I know you're. I know you're on the same page with us over here because you picked Chase Young as well. So it was a logical way to go, and and there it is. Washington didn't yeah, want to move back. Welcome to the NFC East. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, really. No kidding, no kidding. Can't wait to talk about the AFC East and those quarterbacks. That wow, they are young. It is amazing. It's a brand new league now. It really is. But uh, the Lions with Okuda, I, I'm still surprised they actually took him. I thought they would have gone Derek Brown the defensive tackle and kind of beef it up a little bit more on the inside. But, you know, Okuda, even if he does become a lockdown corner, I don't love the pick out of lines. I would have rather seen an Isaiah Simmons over there or Derek Brown, like I said, because they have more needs and it's not like the NFC North is a powerhouse throwing division. You know what I'm saying, Nikki? Yeah, no, but you know what? I think they probably did, you know, a sensible pick for them. And, um, you know, it wasn't, you know, anything crazy, but they filled a need and, you know, see how it pans out. Yeah, we will see. I mean, he's, listen, for everything that we hear and what we've seen, he's fantastic. The other cornerback from um, uh, Ohio State also went uh, a little bit <laughs> a little bit early, uh, but the Raiders picked him up. We'll talk about that in a bit. But I don't know. Do, do you see my point with that? Because I was thinking when I was, Damien, when I was uh, going over this and right before the draft, I'm like, all right, I think Derek Brown may go to the Lions instead of Okuda. And that would work out better for the Carolina Panthers, who are in that division where there's a bunch of wide receivers all over the place, and pick up that cornerback. Instead, I know I'm jumping ahead, they took Derrick Brown instead of C.J. Henderson, who is very close to Jeffrey Okuda as we hear that. So I, I don't know. I just found their pick. That they, I think they could have done a better job. And I'm not saying that this kid's you know not a great player, uh, Damian, but... As far as filling a need and there are other great players around, do you, do you think they made the right move? Yeah, I think they made the right move. Yeah? Uh, because, yeah, because with Detroit at three, like, you get a, a corner that's, like, so rated so high, he's projected to be the next, like, Jalen Ramsey, someone on that level that can truly switch your defense mm-hmm. around. So when you get somebody like that, you have to take them. So I'm not mad at that pick at all. I thought maybe I could get them later and trade down and get some more assets. But if you just you don't have the good tra- a good trade there, go ahead and take the right guy. Mm. All right. And again, look, that that's who was the right guy for them. Obviously, otherwise they wouldn't have took him. That was their highly you know most uh, ranked person left on the board after t- you know two picks. So you know there you go. OSU Ohio State taking over uh, right now. But again, I would have gone a different route, and I could see Jeffrey Okuda working much better for the Panthers. But moving along, Nikki, here comes the oh, New York yeah. Giants, sweetheart. Here we go. I mean, they to me, they, they did the right thing, even though I thought that it's going to be too hard to pass up on Isaiah Simmons because he is so damn good. And he fell into the lap of the Cardinals. We're going to talk about that, obviously, getting closer uh, with these other picks. But it's Andrew Thomas, and he's been a left tackle, Nikki, more than any of the other um, many, excuse me, he's been a left tackle longer than any of the other tackles that we had highly ranked. So I think that's why they went with Andrew Thomas. But a lot of us were surprised that he was the guy and not 
Tristan Wirfs or Mekhi Becton or whatever. But aside from all that, are you cool with the offensive line if that's in their eyes the best lineman out there? Are you good with that? Or would you still have rather have seen them go a different route? No, I am cool with the offensive line. I, I, you know, I didn't think they were going to grab him right there. But you know what? He's a beast. If that's who they felt is the right guy, please, please protect Daniel Jones. I feel bad. Eli's probably watching that draft like, oh, now you want to do something, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, please, we need somebody to anchor Nate Solder. And, you know, I'm I'm happy that they went and for protection, so... I thought it was hysterical watching Dave Gettleman put his mask on. Entertaining <laughs> <So, laughs> that pick, but no, I am happy. I am cool. They're filling some needs. So I think overall, so far, um, good job for them. All right, all right, good. I'm glad you like the pick. It, it, it's again, it does make sense. There's no doubt about it. I want to say the second pick that the Giants made, Damien. Before I uh, throw it over to you and get your thoughts, they got Xavier McKinney, the safety that we all thought. We're going to go in the, was going to go in the first round, one of the better safeties out there. That was a fantastic pick along with the offensive lineman. So if we're going grades right now based off of those two guys and they picked up another corner from UCLA and another guard, the Giants are doing a great job. I'm, I'm giving them an A as of right this second without being in the seventh round at the moment. Yeah, I think we get Mr. Ear. That's correct, and um, I'm sure somebody will let me know if it's not. Yeah. <laughs> no, I give them, no, I give them an A. They're, you know what? It just seems like they're just picking their need. They're getting their guys, and hey, that's what draft strategy is, and that's your guy. Go get him. Yeah, I, I really think, Damien, that McKinney fell to them, and they were like, holy cow, we got somebody to replace, you know, whether it's Shanoris Jenkins or whoever else left in that secondary. So you want how, how you like the Giants so far with going Andrew Thomas and then getting McKinney in the second round. Yeah, because of that still in the second round, I got to give him an A. Yeah. And as far as, like, the offensive lineman, at that point you're just picking who you think is best. We can't go by just the national rankings. We have to see what they have as their personal rankings. Right. And they got, obviously, the top guy who they believe. And we got to be honest, we don't know when it comes to offensive linemen. It's not like none of us are offensive line experts. You know, <laughs> True. People in the world can say they play the offensive line in the National Football League. You got to, you know, refer to those guys. As far as you know, O line coaches, somebody like that to truly know if an O lineman will project to the next level. So if they believe this guy will, I give him an A because he went after the right guy in the right position. That you, you know that that's very well said because, like you said, they had to pick at any offensive lineman they wanted, right tackle, left tackle, interior, and they went with Andrew Thomas, who they thought was the best. So I give it up to them. And then again, McKinney, I love that in the second round. So bravo for your Giants, Nikki. I think they did a great job so far. I am excited. Yeah, yeah, you should be. You really should be. And I know where people are excited down here in Miami as the tank for Tua finally has come to fruition. <laughs> all right. And the Dolphins, they got Tua. And we knew, we, look, guys, we knew it was going to happen. It was a matter of at which spot they were going to take him. So they picked him up. Um, and they didn't have to lose any draft picks out of this whole entire thing. It really worked out great for them. Um, the, the way that everything kind of like fell. I, I mean, uh, they're also, I think they picked 18th and they picked up Austin Jackson, who was probably the best remaining offensive lineman, offensive tackle out there. Um, and I have no problem with that pick. And then they also ended up moving back, I believe. And they got, um, the cornerback Noah Igbenogne. I'm sorry for not pronouncing that correctly, but I think I came pretty close. I think Miami, Damian do that. I know that's right. Damien. That, that's right. <laughs> 
That's exactly nah, right. I remember what I was that, thinking. That's a, that's a hard one. It is hard, but you would do better than me. You would do better than me. I, oh, my God. That's funny, Nikki. You're right on point. Damn. But, uh, yeah, Miami to me, look, you, they got their quarterback. They got somebody else to protect him. And they got a corner, which you need in any league division. It doesn't matter what it is. I know that they don't throw a lot, especially now that Tom Brady has gone out of that division. But I think slam dunk for the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah, all over the board. They are loading up, so good for them. No doubt. Damien, you agree? You think I, I think they loaded up real nice, and especially in that for three picks in the first round. Yeah, I thought they hit all positions of need. They didn't, like I said, again, they didn't overthink it. No. You have five, you have two of all to you, you take them. You know, and right. that even though we weren't supposed to be in contact, I heard that there were doctors that did go out to Tua and get them checked out for the NFL, for the teams, and they, you know, everybody was satisfied with what they heard and what they saw in the physical. So from there, you just got to go ahead and take that chance. If injuries happen, that's on the top of your control. But as far as right now, as we know, he's ready to go. Right. They say he is 100% ready to step on the field. And for a second, quick thought, both of you guys, I'm of the mindset if he's the fifth overall pick, which is only four away from Burrow. I know it's number one. I understand. And he's going to step in right away, Burrow, day one. The plan right now, as far as what I'm hearing, and of course, it's really early. Tua can beat out Fitzpatrick in camp. But what I'm hearing is that a lot of people are saying they should redshirt him for the first year, which is ridiculous that he's healthy. And others are saying Fitzpatrick should be the guy up until a certain point. To me, I'm like, you got your guy. You got your quarterback. Yeah, you want to sit him for a few games so he can learn from the sideline? Cool. No problem. I'm down with it. But you can't sit this kid all year. And I think that's ludicrous that so many people are making that distinction. So, I, Damien, you hear what I'm saying? Or are you like, let the kid sit out as long as possible? But I, I want him to play. I think that he should play. You got to get experience. Uh, yeah, I think it should go by whoever's better. Like when they go into training camp, you shouldn't just give the job to him. So Ryan has a job right now. Right. If Tua beats him out, Tua beats him out. If he doesn't, then, you know, you let Ryan play until inevitably, because we know with Ryan Fitzpatrick, Ryan Fitzmagic will turn to Ryan Fitztragic. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> once that happens, <laughs> once that happens, you bring Tua in. But I feel like it should just be a healthy competition. Okay. All right. And yeah, this healthy. Right, so at what point do you like pull, you know, the plug and just kind of, you know, all uh, Daniel Jones and just stick him in? Hey, kid, here you go. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sink or swim, right? You did get your guy. I get sitting for, you know, a couple games, but you know what? You're right. If he can beat out Fitz Magic, we'll see. But it, I guarantee it's not going to last all year. So Tua will be in there. But, you know, I kind of agree. Just, um, Maybe you just get started week two, three, like. That's what I think. Yeah, I mean, just like Daniel Jones, and I'm not trying to say the, to model after what the Giants did, and the Giants are a great yeah. organization, but I'm not saying model what you did. But, yeah, he's the fifth overall pick. The, the fifth overall pick in the draft has got to be playing. I don't care what position he plays. So, to me, he's got to be in there. No, it's okay. Not week one, week two, week three even. I'm willing to wait. But the only way you're really going to learn is when you step out on the field and you play with the big boys. That's the best way of learning. Let him make his mistakes and overcome them. But most importantly, let's coach this kid up and make sure that he isn't in position to get himself hurt again. Because Damian, that's one of his things. He likes to get out of the pocket and do what he can. And injury prone is a term thrown around. If he is, then he is. 
which it seems to be with so many injuries he's had. But we're going to have to do something with this guy where, you know, again, you, you got to get the ball out in like two seconds with him. So he's going to have to learn. That's why I agree. Let him watch from the sideline from a little for a little bit. But again, get this guy in there. You can't sit him the entire year. Ryan Fitzpatrick is not going to bring you to the Super Bowl. So why else would you start him, you know? That's true. Very true. All right. All right. I don't know. I guess I just got a little bit carried away with that one because I heard so many people saying redshirt. I mean, this isn't freaking college football. You don't redshirt the fifth overall pick. I mean, the guy, he's but healthy. You know what, guys? I feel like these days of, like, you know, Aaron Rodgers sitting behind, like, it's just not, we're not there anymore. This is a different game. Like, you know, you're, right. like you said, you're fifth overall. You're going to have to get in there and you're going to have to learn. You're going to have to play like a rookie and there's going to be growing pains. But that's what it is now in today's NFL. No doubt about it. And listen, real quick, this is not the same type of situation with Patrick Mahomes where he sat for a full year behind Alex Smith because Alex Smith was already an established quarterback who had been to the NFC Championship and had a lot of pedigree with the Niners and got better with KC. So Patrick Mahomes wasn't a guy that they needed to come in right away. Ryan Ryan Fitzpatrick, forget that. So that's why that comparison, I don't even like hearing that either. So we'll see what the Dolphins decide to do. Overall, they get an A for me as well with the offseason and including what they've done in the draft, especially their first three picks. Great job. They got their quarterback. The Chargers got their quarterback at six, uh, Damian, Justin Herbert. That what you expected? Yeah, that's what I expected. I'm not a big Justin Herbert guy, but he was the third best quarterback on the board, so I understand the pick. Uh, so for me, I would give him a B just because just on my personal you know, bias as far as I don't think Justin Herbert is someone who I project to be good. So he never wowed me as far as what I saw in college. I'm no expert, you know, <laughs> on Oregon football or Pac-12 football. But I've seen a few games, one against Arizona State out here. Arizona State was not very good last year, and he panicked and was not good. And that's just not a good mm-hmm. sign for me. But I understand the pick. Yeah, all right. All right. Fair enough. And they also, Nikki, had another pick as well in the first round. Um did they jump back in the first round? Hang on, hang on a second. The Chargers. No, the Rams came into the first round. I believe it was to pick up. Um, no, it was the Char- It was the Chargers. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, Kenneth Murray. Murray. Right, right. That's right. That's okay. All right. Sorry about that. My my brain got confused for a minute. That's exactly right. Yeah, the, at the 23rd pick, they traded with the Patriots and they picked up Kenneth Murray, probably the best linebacker in this draft. A lot of people would say. And going very late, the Chargers did a great job with that, plus getting their quarterback. And they seemed very relaxed through the whole process. So, Nikki, even on top of that, getting their quarterback, you know, they get this other guy, Kenneth Murray, on defense where they can use a whole lot of help also. So I think they did a very good job, Nikki. Oh, yeah, I agree. They they definitely some help on defense. For sure. Start filling in the holes while you can. Um. Look, I don't really know much about Justin Herbert, to be quite honest with you guys. So yeah. if that, like I said, you know what, if that's their guy and they feel comfortable, then you know what, they went and got him. Um, and we'll, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Now, that is somebody who should sit and learn. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be a bad thing. And that's fine if they started Tyrod Taylor, you know, for a few weeks, same sort of thing. But, um, yeah, these these rookie quarterbacks, they're, they're supposed to be basically – ready to go when they come out or, you know, a few games in through the season, ready to go. It's a different uh, NFL time. Like you said before, Damien, it's completely different. Uh, We went through the Panthers pick. We all uh, basically gave our our shtick. I already said, you know, it's, it should have been a quarterback. Maybe they should have drafted CJ Henderson 
in my opinion. Derek Brown, no, you can't go wrong with him because he's a dominant offensive uh, defensive player uh, on the line, Damian. But um, I don't know. I still think that they should have gone corner in that division. But um, do you like their pick with that big D tackle, the Panthers? I was shocked they didn't go with Isaiah Simmons. Yeah. You know, remember we joked we joked last time about how if Isaiah Simmons falls, Carolina would get him. Yeah. Right, right. He made, yeah, I made a joke in our little text thread about it, yeah. and they passed up on him. I was shocked by that because of how versatile Isaiah Simmons is. But Derrick Brown's a monster. So at that position, you're like, okay, you understand that they want to be able to rush up the middle. That's one way to disrupt the passing game if you don't have a great cornerback. So to bring pressure up the middle and now your quarterback is off his center. So I guess you can see it that way, also stop the run. So he's dominant, and we'll see going forward, but I was shocked he didn't go with Isaiah Simmons. So I'm going to give it a, I'm gonna give it a B plus because you still got a great player there. Yeah, yeah, they definitely yeah, still got it. I think yeah. we can all agree on that, right? Yeah, yeah, they definitely got a great player. Know that about it. But, yeah, it's funny, the Isaiah, Isaiah Simmons thing that, um, you know, he – you, they lost Luke Keekley. He's done. He retired early, correct? So, you know, you want to yeah. try to get maybe that brand new guy in there. You know, he's not the, not a middle linebacker. I understand that, but he plays basically every position. So, um, yep, that's where I thought that he would have gone also had he dropped and Okuda was already taken. And the Cardinals, if, if they fell right in his lap. And I know the Cardinals, for a fact, were going for an offensive lineman. This was not even like a guessing game. They were going to take an offensive lineman. When they saw Isaiah Simmons there, they started drooling all over their paperwork <laughs> and were like, they couldn't believe it. I mean, they they could not believe it. They were so happy. To, like, you know what? Forget this whole line thing for a minute right now, but get one later. What a great steal for them, Nikki. What a steal the way that we've talked about him. So the Cardinals are really going after it, huh? Yeah, no, they really are, and good for them. And can I just say, their head coach, did you guys see his house? Like, yes. Oh, my God. I like this house. I know, right? <laughs> Windows. But, yeah, no, I mean, how? you know what? If a player like that is available, your plans go out the window. Like you said, drooling. I mean, good for them. A, A plus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, seriously. I'm all about it. Damien, I mean, I know, again, you love Isaiah Simmons, too, so them – Again, we all we all knew that they were going for an offensive lineman, but do you, do you agree with them going with Isaiah Simmons? Because me and Nikki sure do. Yeah, no, I love that pick. I love how they weren't just stuck to their guns. We all knew they wanted offensive linemen, but like you said, when a player like that falls to you, and it's not like their defense was any good last year. So when you have a player like that falls to you and they need help on defense, do not pass them up. So I'll give it an A-plus as well. All right, good deal, good deal. All right, let's get through 9 and 10, and then we're going to take a break, and then we're going to finish up uh, all the rest of it after a quick break. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars went next, and they had to replace Jalen Ramsey or attempt to, and there's your C.J. Henderson, the cornerback. So, Nikki, you good with them replacing or trying to replace Jalen Ramsey first as their first pick, a cornerback, and uh, out of Florida who's supposed to be, again, if not as good as Okuda, a little bit under him or whatever you want to say. So what do you think about that? Do you like that? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm good with that. I think didn't we all say that when we did our, our yes. mock draft that they were going to have to try to replace Ramsey? So, you know what? Like, they did their pick out of, you know, need, obviously. So that's I'm right. Good with it. Yeah, I, I was the one who said that Jordan Love was going to go there. And we'll talk about him soon, obviously. That didn't happen yet. But uh <laughs> Very, very interesting. And you were very close on that one, Damien. I will say very, very interesting. But um, C.J. Henderson, Damien, you all good with that pick right there? Or would you have gone somewhere else with the uh, Jaguars? 
and I'm good with that pick. They need help all over. So yeah. they they had I don't think they really could have got went wrong with another pick because they need help everywhere. <laughs> Makes so I sense. Think that he's a good corner going forward, so I like that pick. I I like it too. I like it too. You know what? I'll, the next one is number ten, the Cleveland Browns, whose first pick was Jedrick Wills, uh, who I thought was the best offensive lineman. I want to get into Cleveland a little bit with you guys. So you know what? We're going to take a really, really quick break right now because I want to talk about the Browns and what they did in this draft a little bit. So uh, everybody hang tight. We're going to be back with you guys in about 30 seconds. So hang in there. You know it, third and three, coming back at you with the NFL draft action. Listen up, enjoy, Nikki, Damian, and myself, Mr. Jason Fearman. Here we go. We got through nine picks. We're going to get through probably about 10 to 12 more, and then maybe we'll have a last segment depending on how everything goes, but we're going to get every team in there. And let's continue, guys, having a blast so far. We're talking NFL. The draft is just getting close to being over. We'll see who Mr. Irrelevant exactly will be. But uh, to move on, we ended off, guys, with, I believe it was the Jacksonville Jaguars picking C.J. Henderson. We all agree, good move. Uh, Jedrick Wills for Cleveland at number 10. Love the move right there. Thought it was absolutely fantastic. And there's more that went into that, guys. They also got Grant Delpit out of LSU, which is a safety. I thought that was a very nice pick. He went in the second round, number 44. Uh, Jacob Phillips, a linebacker who's also underrated at, at LSU. They picked up a tight end. I like what the Cleveland Browns did. I like what they're doing. I like how they brought in Conklin from Tennessee. I think this year, and I've never said it before, I've never been like, you know, jumping on the Baker band, uh, bandwagon or the Cleveland bandwagon. I didn't have them anywhere near the playoffs last year, but I actually believe this year they have a legit shot because of not just the draft pick that, that they made, but the players they acquired, the new coaches, and maybe Baker Mayfield getting a better chemistry with Odell and some of his other players. So I really love what the Browns did, especially, again, getting Jedrick Wills, maybe the best tackle uh, uh, in the entire draft, and then Grant Delpit, like I said, safety. I think they did a great job, and I really believe the Browns this year are going to turn the corner. And I think that Baker Mayfield... And Damien, I'll go to you first. I think that Baker Mayfield's going to have to, again, be the really be the leader, but do it in a different way now and start to, in his third year, take charge of this team, but in a more respectful way. So I'm loving what they're doing. The personnel, you got all the talent. There's no doubt about it. You got a better coaching staff. So their draft picks upon what they were trying to do in the offseason and uh, sure up that offensive line, which I love that they did. I think Cleveland put themselves in a great position this year, Damian. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I agree with everything you said. The Cleveland Browns have had an A-plus offseason, not just a draft. They've been able to touch on every need, and the biggest need was coaching staff, Yep. in my opinion. I think, I think that they were able to get past that. You know, last year they had, you know, Freddie, you know, stay, can't stay out the kitchens. Yeah. <laughs> now you had to and now you're able to move forward, you know, with a, a more credible staff. And with that staff you'll be able to, you know, go forward with the better offensive line, better offense. 
that can take advantage of the talents you have there with Odell and Jarvis Landry and the tight ends there. And the defense is going to be good as well. So I definitely can see your prediction of this team being a viable playoff contender coming true. Yeah, yeah, Nikki, I really do for the first time. Um, again, not jumping on a bandwagon of Super Bowl or anything here, but I think this year more maturity, more uh, you know, better players, great offseason, nice draft. What do you think, Nikki? You think that maybe – this could be the year that the Browns finally actually get over the hump and even make the playoffs? Um, probably I'm, not. No? Even with that extra team? They have, but this is what they do. They always look good on paper, and they do have a lot of talent there. And, yes, maybe this will be the year they gel. I just have zero faith and trust. I mean, just, <laughs> they are a mess. And on paper, look, they look great. But you know what? No, I don't really have any faith in them. We'll see. None whatsoever. <laughs> that is zilch. Zero. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Yeah, well, listen, they haven't proven they can really do anything yet. So, you know, we still got to wait and see. We got to wait and see. Uh, let's see who went next. I think it was the New York Jets. Yeah, that number 11. I thought they were going with one of the wide receivers since they were all on the board at that point, guys. But they went Mekhi Becton, one of the best offensive linemen in this draft. Again, out of Louisville with the 11th pick to protect Sam Darnold and even a bit of the running game, whatever. But um they love this guy, and he is a tremendous athlete. So uh, let me go to you first, Nikki. Do you think that the Jets made the right choice going offensive line first and worrying about position players later? Because their second pick was a guy, uh, Denzel Mims, at a Baylor, who's not too bad at all. I don't know if he's a plug-and-play guy or a plug-and-play guy, a wide receiver, but I like their first pick to protect um, uh, Sam Darnold. But I sure thought they were going wide receiver, Nikki. Yeah, I think a lot of people did, and, you know, maybe they should have, but I really can't argue against protecting our quarterback. You know how I feel. Games are won in the trenches, so yes. I'm with it. Yeah, yeah, it, it does make sense. And, look, if he's every bit as jived up and talked about as he is, Damian, then it, it was certainly a good move. you got to protect your, your, your quarterback. Yeah, I agree with that. And, plus, this is a deep wide receiver draft. So, if there's any draft where you can pass on a wide receiver in the first round and get one later, that will still be very productive is this draft. So, I have no problem with them going up and getting that, you know, that stud off his staff. You mentioned how he's a great athlete, you know, 6'7", 370. And yeah. Like he does. That's yeah. nuts. It- <laughs> so, <laughs> I have no problem with this pick. You're not kidding. You ain't kidding, man. Wow. Yep, it's been really something else uh, so far. And now we got, I believe, um, the Oakland Raiders. They went ahead with their first pick, Nikki, and they took Henry Ruggs, the speedster. So he was the first offensive, uh, he was the first wide receiver off the board. And it just seems like that's the Raider way. They want to go for the fast guy. And I'm not saying this kid ain't skilled because I'd be happy to have him on my team, no doubt. But that's their MO right there. They love going fast wide receivers. They reach for that cornerback at 19. But just to clarify, Nikki and, and uh, Damien, the reason why they did that and you picked up this guy, Damon Arnett from Ohio State, so early is because they didn't pick again until number 80. And by that point, this kid was going to be gone. Apparently, they really highly coveted him. So while it may be a stretch, Nikki, they got the cornerback that they wanted and they got the receiver that they wanted. With that being said, seems the Raiders did a pretty decent job. Yeah, no, I think they did a decent job. And you're right, that seems to be their go-to. They want that speedy wide receiver. So, you know, can't fault them there. Um, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, 
I think they did good, give them a B so far. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, Las Vegas Raiders, how about that? It's amazing. Unbelievable. Damien, <laughs> what do you think, bro? Um, for the pick, I give it a B. You know, the Raiders are going to raid. You know, they're going to get the fastest <laughs> on the board. That's what they're going to do. And uh, you got to love my man being in the house with a robe on and chains. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, we already see, you know, that he's going to bring style to the Raiders. He's going to be... You know, right at home there in Las Vegas. Love so, it. So it's like a perfect fit there. And I love how you explained why they went ahead and got that cornerback there at 19 because he'll be gone later on. So now it doesn't feel like such a stretch when you think about the fact that he wouldn't have been there, you know, come later in the draft. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, again, it does make sense that it seems like it is a stretch. I mean, you know, even my mouth dropped. I'm like, huh? What was? But you know what? If they think that highly of him, then there you go. There you go. So, and you got to think also. You're playing opposite Jeff Okuda. The ball isn't going Okuda's way as many times as it's going to go the other way. So, you would think that he took on, you know, a lot more. So, yeah, I I, I can see that being a really good pick. And time will tell. Next one, the Buccaneers. You got the Raiders and then the Buccaneers. So the Pirates are out, and they did something really strange. Damian, can you help me with this? Why would they trade one pick ahead? with my 49ers to get a guy that they that that excuse that 49ers were not going to take even though he's a great lineman that's not what we were going after at that point so to move up one spot and to give away not a whole bunch you know just the next pick and um a third and I think it was a fifth or whatever like that in the next year I thought it to be a really weird move but all in all we all agreed that day that you got to protect Tampa. Uh, you got to protect Tommy in Tampa Bay, and let's just bring in Rob Gronkowski into the situation, and let's see where all this goes. Okay, so Nikki, tell me something that's going to put a smile on my face with this whole thing. Uh, oh man! So with the trade itself, I give that like a D. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it didn't make it didn't make any sense. No, no. You're going to get. You're going to get your offensive lineman there at your pick. So when they made the trade, only thing I thought was maybe San Francisco was being, you know, very manipulative at that point, being geniuses and saying that, oh, you know, we're going to pick offensive lineman right now. Yeah. And you guys might not get your one that you want. But yeah, I could see maybe if they would have traded up earlier, if there was other teams that were saying that they were going to take this guy. But to trade up one pick and give up three, it didn't make sense to me. Now the pick mm-hmm. itself, I love. You know, I think that guy's a monster. Right, He's right. Where I had rated going higher than that. So I think that's a great pick. Protect, you know, you protect your, your asset in Brady. And, you know, you already got Gronk there. So you're going to have guys protecting Brady. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting to see what they do, man. Yeah, it, it sure will. Uh, Nikki, Gronk is back. He's... He's following Tom Brady like a little puppy dog yeah, wherever he goes. Yeah, trying to be a wrestler. I mean, to, to, okay, I didn't see that coming. Did anybody, like, because uh, you know what? I was I was at work, and all of a sudden I get this alert, and I'm like, no freaking way. What? Like, yeah. what do you mean he's going to Tampa? Nikki, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you my exact reaction, Nikki. I, I was I was sitting down. I was eating something, and I get the alert because I always get these alerts. I said, Rob Gronkowski signs with uh, Tampa Bay. I put the phone down. I'm like, whatever. I'm like, this is just, here we go. Brady's getting everything he wants again, and they're going to win the freaking Super Bowl. I, Nikki, this is unbelievable. <laughs> well, 
I know. I was just, I, that kind of came out of left field, much like the trade. <laughs> I was sitting there. Right. Just like one of those, like, wait, what? What did they do? Seriously. The not- but you know what? You're right. The pick itself, great. Uh, you know, how you got there maybe a little questionable, but. Right. Uh, yeah, very questionable. Uh, you know, then, yeah, they didn't give up a whole bunch, but they didn't have to do anything at all. So, again, very weird. But maybe their thoughts were, and I'll give it to you now, the 49ers were the next pick. Like we said, you know, they traded back once. So the Niners are now at 14. Maybe they were thinking that they would go after Worfs. It's very possible you know, maybe a big smokescreen because Joe Staley, who's been around now with the 49ers for, gosh, tw- I don't know, 12 years or something like that. He, and he's one of our best players and has been for a long time. He's not that healthy. And the 49ers, what they did today was actually trade with Washington Redskins to get Trent Williams, the, the offensive tackle. So they did a phenomenal job there getting somebody else in, you know, not even not even for the draft purposes. They gave him a couple of picks, but now they solidified that offensive line. Their first pick was Javon Kinlaw. I didn't like it at first, but then when I thought about it, I'm like, okay, we got another defensive lineman to help fill in the gap of DeForest Buckner. And I'm like, all right, let's see what they do with their 31st pick. They end up trading and getting more picks. They ended up trading the one from Tampa Bay. And they come back and get Brandon Ayuk. I know, again, we're going to have to go to uh, Damien for the pronunciation on this one. But they got their wide receiver. So they got replacement, if you want to call it that, for DeForest Buckner. And they picked up a wide out who was pretty underrated, you know, going under the uh, radar at Arizona State is where he played. So I really like that as well. So you add that in with Trent Williams. And I think that the 49ers did – a masterful job. Yeah, no, I um, I guess, you know, you could have just probably thought they were going to go wide receiver. But again, like you said, they needed to kind of fill the need there and replacement. So I am glad that you're happy with your team's draft. Do you give them an A? Yeah, I give them a B plus because... B? A B plus. Yeah. All right. Well, I forgot to carry the two. That was the problem. But no, I mean, maybe another player other than, but I I can't, I'm not knocking Kinlaw. They listen, this guy, they said he was going to be a first rounder. No doubt. It was just a matter of where he went. He went right smack in the middle. Maybe that's where he belongs. We'll see come game time. And I hope that's soon enough. So we'll see. But um, yeah, everything they did, I'm very happy with what the 49ers have done. Damian, they got their needs. We talked about it. And getting Trent Williams, who is an all-pro left tackle, I mean, come on. Great job out of the Niners, right? Yeah, no, I saw that trade today and I was like, man, you know, the Washington just can't get right. Just yeah. giving up a guy like that for nothing. Uh, <laughs> and you, San Francisco took well advantage of that, man. They did a great job. And I like Javon Kenlaw a lot. And I, I see what they were doing there as far as replacing DeForest Buckner. And I love the kid out of ASU, Arizona State. You know, here in Phoenix, you know, not too far from the university. So I've heard legends about this guy and how good he is. You know, Arizona State didn't have a great team. So he didn't get to, you know, showcase that as much as other wide receivers. But his measurables are nuts. You know, they talked about his wingspan being almost the same as Calvin Johnson, even though he's five inches shorter. Oh, I thought you were going to say like a pterodactyl or something like that and has a wingspan like that. Yeah, I got all excited for him. Like a giant bird. (laughs) (laughs) But not yet. Yeah, but he's some. He's somebody who I think is going to be a good round here for years to come for you guys. So you guys did a great job this weekend. Yeah, man. Yep. I love it. Appreciate it. I'm feeling really good about it. Definitely. So Nikki and I are pretty happy with our picks. We're going to find out about your pick in a little while. 
Uh, but yeah, let's keep rolling, guys. So my 49ers, thumbs up all the way. I'm very happy with what you guys did. Denver Broncos at 15. We talked about them getting a wide receiver, guys. I know that, Nikki, you were way all over this. So were you, Damien. You know, you got to get somebody else besides Cortland Sutton. And they got perhaps uh, the best route runner in the entire draft. Maybe the best receiver. We'll see. They got Jerry Judy, Damien. So I don't think you get mad at that pick uh, over there. Oh, not at all. I gave this an A+. Plus. Absolutely. Jerry Judy was the best receiver in the draft. And the fact that you were able to get him that late. You know, you didn't have to trade up. You right. were able to just let him fall to you. I thought it was an excellent pick. And they have some weapons there for Drew Locke going forward. So I love this pick. I love it, too. I really do. Slam dunk. Nikki, what are your thoughts there? Yeah, no, same. I actually, I didn't think he would last that long, but Denver yeah. desperately needs some wide receiver. So, you know, I like you said, I can't get mad at it at all. Yeah, you know what? They even picked up another one. Their second pick in the draft uh, was number 46. I'm looking at it right now. They picked up K.J. Hamler from uh, Penn State. So, yeah, they were going uh, heavy with the wide receiver to begin with, and uh, the Broncos had a decent amount of picks, so uh, yeah, we'll see. But they just lost their best offensive lineman to the 49ers, so I'm uh, pretty happy about that one. I'll take it all day long. <laughs> I'll take it all day. So, uh, yeah, Judy, definitely um, I'm with them uh, all the way on that pick. And uh, the Falcons, uh, we kind of thought that, that – um, uh, excuse me. Um, oh, my goodness, missing his name already. C.J. Henderson, there it is, the cornerback out of Florida, thought was going to go to Atlanta. That was my pick, but he was already chosen – so they went with the next best guy, and that was A.J. Terrell, in their mind, the cornerback out of Clemson, Damian. So are you happy with, um, if you're a Falcon fan, let's say, which you sure aren't, um, do you like what they did with their first pick on cornerback? I hope that he fails. I'll be in the somebody. Yes, I love it. But um, as a prospect, I think that the, he had one really bad game during his college career. just happened to be the biggest game. Ever oh. the national championship game yeah. where he got torched against LSU, so that's what's in people's minds. So I, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt and not just hold that one game against him. But the fact was, it wasn't just bad. Like you know, a bad game for a quarterback give up two touchdowns, maybe get a penalty. He gave up five. It, oh, jeez. So, <laughs> so you have you have a game where you give up five touchdowns. That's what's going to stick out people's mind. And the fact that the player they gave up the touchdowns to isn't even draft eligible yet. Right, right. It's really bad. So it's something that you have to really think about as far as him, you know, going forward. But obviously they thought he was, you know, at least the third best corner in the draft. So we'll see going forward. But knowing that ladder, they made a mistake. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what? I, oh, my God. They, they got saved from another mistake because from what I heard, they were trying to get to the number two pick. I'm not exactly for, you know, who they were looking for, but basically willing to give up the farm for whoever it is. I, I don't really know, but maybe it was Chase Young. Who knows? But, yeah, I know it's so really? funny. Yeah, yeah. Atlanta was trying to get wow. up to number two. And, again, I'm really not sure why. I, I'm, I doubt yeah. it was to replace Matt Ryan. So maybe they really wanted a guy like Chase Young that badly. But, yeah, they were willing to give up like a whole bunch. Very interesting. Very interesting. So, um, an interesting team. I, you know, I think we talked about that before. They're very yeah. streaky to me. Right. You know, it's like Matt Ryan's like, you know, on fire for two weeks. And then, it, you know, the whole team falls off. They, they completely just shit the bed for six weeks. Yeah. And they come back like a raging fire. It's just, you know, I, I can't get a good read on them. So, Damien, you're right. They probably made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. It sounds like this kid maybe needs to work on technique a little bit. So, 
Atlanta. Yeah, we'll see. Look, he played in Clemson in the ACC, so it's not like you're going against the best of the best. And uh, Damien, you just brought it out, got torched in the playoffs over there in the championship game. So when you had to play that rough competition, there you go. Uh, let's see how it translates. That's what coaching is for. And uh, here we go with the next pick, guys. The Dallas freaking Cowboys, 17. Uh, wow. Jerry uh, Jones just couldn't resist him, so he could not help himself here. Right? No. So it, he it, I'm so with you. Yeah, he just had to just he had to do it. He can't help himself. Um, <laughs> I was not surprised at all. You want to talk about how we're like in true Raiders fashion? If this is not in true Cowboys fashion, I don't know what else. My God, am I with you, Damien? Your thoughts on that? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's first talk about the yacht that he's drafted from. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, so whatever he's using for the Wi-Fi, we need to give that to the military or something. (laughs) (laughs) Like, how do you have Wi-Fi in the middle of wherever he is, the golf or the ocean? That's (laughs) incredible. And, of course, the yacht, I'm pretty sure, the parts we couldn't see, the more lavish than what we did see. Oh, yeah. And um, C.D. Lamb, man, he does have great awareness. You know, we saw that in the video where his girl tried to grab his phone. He grabbed it right back. (laughs) 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 So we saw that his awareness. Again, I, I I like to pick, you know, uh, give somebody, give Dak some, who knows, it might not even be Dak, uh, you know, as their quarterback in, you know, the year after this one, we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, CD, another guy who fell uh, further, maybe a little bit than we thought and yeah, fell into the Cowboys lap. So there you go. Uh, the Dolphins, we talked about them at their first 18th and 26th pick originally, and then they moved down to 30. So that, they took Austin Jackson at 18. Uh, the Raiders, we talked about them. They Reached for Arnett, but we had gone over why. Uh, that was the reason they really wanted him. They coveted that guy a cornerback, and they knew he wasn't going to be around to the 80th pick when they picked next. So they got their guy uh, there also. And bring him back to now the Jacksonville Jaguars in their second pick. They went for Clavon Chase on um, Damian. You good with that one? Because I think that makes a lot of sense for a team who needs every single position. Yeah, no, that definitely makes a lot of sense there. You lose um, – the giant Calais Campbell. So, you, yeah. know, you know, you got to replace that guy. And play on Chase on definitely is somebody that projects to be a uh, on the next level. So I like that pick a lot. Damien, real quick before I go to Nikki, does, does Chase on look really th- extraordinarily thin for somebody who plays his position? Or is it the uniform? He looks a little thin. Yeah, he's, he's somebody who has a slender build, but it's not a, a lack of weight. He's listed at 250. You know what he looks so like? Seen- you know what he is? Jason Taylor. Yeah, that's, that's a good comparison. Yeah, I th- yeah, I think I think that's the best one I could possibly think of because yeah, not built like a. I mean, built. Don't get me wrong, but you know, um, yeah, I think you know a little bit. Eh, I don't know. He could be a great pick, Nikki. I, I think so. So the, the Jaguars with their second pick, the twentieth overall, um, they picked up this edge rusher and a guy in the D line who can really help out. So they were looking defense, obviously, Nikki, the Jaguars, and I think that makes a lot of sense. 
Like you said, I mean, they need help everywhere. So, yeah, <laughs> you know. they sure do. They sure do. All right, let's get to a team. How much help do these guys need? Uh, we're going to the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, yeah. They need help. Uh, and who cares? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> we knew they were going wide receiver, guys. Um, you know, we, we talked about it. They're going wide receiver. They need somebody else over there um, unless there was some great player who fell to them. They get Jalen Rager. Again, I'm not going to go ahead and give all these guys a – you know, a draft ranking, you know, their wide receivers and whatnot. But Damien, what do you think this kid out of TCU? Do you think that the Eagles made the right call or should they have gone for a better player in a different position? No, I'm not mad at the position. They definitely need depth there at the wide receiver position. We know last year they were out there with, you know, Joe and Mike from the moving company at wide receiver. Yeah. So they definitely, <laughs> they definitely needed to get some depth there at wide receiver just in case injuries happen. I'm surprised they didn't go at Justin Jefferson, but again, with Jalen Rager, I didn't see too much of him, so I can't really judge. So if he turns out to be the guy they think he's going to be, that's a good pick there. But of course, with Philadelphia, their most interesting pick happening in the next round with Jalen Hurts. Yes. So, yes. So that one. Yes. I, I was going to go get Nikki's thoughts on that too, but Damien, since you brought it up, please bring that up because that is a very interesting pick. So for me, it was very confusing. Like, so if you're going with him as an insurance policy, you usually don't pick a back, somebody you just assume to be a backup as a second round guy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Right, so a second round guy, somebody that you want to use, usually right away. So I, feel, I have a feeling that they're going to try to use Jalen Hurts in different ways. I made a comparison to Taysom Hill. Okay, and it, yeah. I can see them trying to use him in those type of ways where he comes in at quarterback every once in a while using that maybe wide receiver, running back sometimes. But the thing is, we haven't seen Jalen Hurts really play those other positions. With Taysom Hill, we saw him kind of do those other things, and he ran so much in college that we knew he could do those things in a physical way in the NFL. Mm. With Jalen Hurts, he's, of course, very athletic, but he's still a quarterback first. So that's why it kind of confused me a little bit as far as them picking him in the second round. It was something I was very interested to see how he used him. But picking a QB in the second round really, you know, raised my eyebrows. So that's why I kind of I gave them a B, B minus on the overall draft. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm going to make it even a little bit more harsh. I'm going to give them a C, C plus at best. Um, I, and I like Jalen Hurts. I do, and that's kind of the point. I mean, you got Carson Wentz. He paid him all this money. Obviously, he's the starting quarterback. And I think if, if, as if they just wanted an insurance policy, that's great because Wentz we talked about is injury prone and whatnot. So. You throw in a guy like Hertz, who I think can adapt to the NFL very, very well. I think that he can play in. He's been in college for, you know, 37 years. So I think he's learned a few things already, you know. <laughs> and, and then that's not – I mean, it just seems like he's been playing football that long. I don't mean that in an educational making making him dumb or anything like that. I'm not talking about that at all. But just, uh, yeah, really, really interesting. So if Wentz goes down and it hurts too much, then Jalen will come in. Oh, God, am I good. Oh, God. That was, uh, yeah, <laughs> boom, boom, dang. <laughs> you guys are right. I mean, if it, you know, I saw him being called the insurance policy and stuff, but it, yeah, like, why do you take him in the second round? I think that speaks volumes that they probably have no faith that Wentz is going to last this entire year, and why yeah. would you? But do you think, yeah, do they start incorporating him kind of like Lamar Jackson was in Baltimore here and there, a little bit, little bit, and then the takeover? Oh, I wow. Know. Yeah, they, I mean, it's, to me, it can't be a takeover for Carson Wentz unless they think that he's going to, God forbid, have one of these injuries is going to keep him out for too long, he and they've had enough. I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, 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 I
that's why. Like, yeah. I'm just saying, like, with that pick, I feel like that's them saying, like, yeah, I don't think we're getting a full year out of you. Got to cover themselves. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I get it. I, <laughs> I really get it. It's it just, uh, it really is amazing. Jalen Hurts, wow. I thought that he would go somewhere where he would have, a, you know, at least a possibility of a competition to start, but it ain't going down like that, Damien. So we'll see. It's just very interesting in what he may be thinking. And that's going to bring us to a quarterback real soon who I wonder what he's got on his mind, whether it's hate, hate or love. Hmm. Nope. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> Did you write these, Bob? No, 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 of course not. That's too that's too cheesy to write down. That that's awful. I can never write down something that cheesy. I know. That's all my brain can conjure up at this point. That's about it. But all right, now Philly. Okay, let me see. We're definitely gonna do another segment. Let's get another pick in here, though. We are at after Philly number twenty-two. So Minnesota's first pick. Hey, you nailed it, uh, Nikki. Uh, you nailed it. You said wide receiver. You didn't hesitate. Justin Jefferson out of LSU, that's their guy. So he's going to be the one to compliment Adam Thielen. So I know that you like what they did. I do. I definitely do. They needed to replace Diva Diggs. So they did what they had to do. I like it. I'm here for it. Yeah, and uh, Damian, what's this all about that everybody's trying to say, well, he's just a slot wide receiver. He's much more than that, right? Yeah. If you think at LSU, they were playing with three potential you know, wide receivers are going to be pro. Even the guy who torched, you know, that new Atlanta cornerback who's still there is going to be a first rounder next year. So he had to be somewhere. Why not be in the slot? Yeah. I think he's definitely capable of playing on the outside as well. But what's wrong with being a slot receiver? Absolutely like, nothing. Very, very important. I don't get why I say it as a negative thing. Yeah, and again, like cool. a lot. That that's a great point because quarterbacks love a tight end who's big and a big target, and they also love a guy in the slot who you can it's, have those various option routes where you know he's either going to run the middle of the field or run outside based on what the coverage is and just get open. So if he's got the moves like that, then bravo, there you go. And yeah, big pick right there. So Minnesota did great. Uh, let's see how we're doing on time over here. All right, we're going to take one more really quick break, and then we're going to come back and we're going to wrap up all the picks. Uh, we're giving our grades again. You were listening to. Th- Third and three, Nikki, Damien, and me. Guys, we'll be right back. Oh, see them trumpets. The draft is on today. Let's go and talk some football. Nikki, how are you doing today? Boom, boom, boom. All right. <laughs> yes, yes. Freaking NFL. I love it. I love it. They're not even playing for months, and hopefully it'll come around quick, but oh, God bless. NFL draft. Well, we left off at number 23, guys, over here on third and three. Nikki, Damien, and me, we are having a great time. This is our show. We talk mostly football, hence the third and three. Do you freaking get it? All right. The Chargers came out of nowhere and took the Patriots pick because the Patriots love to trade back. And I think now they have 1,014 picks between this year and next, the Patriots. They just keep freaking loading up. It blows my mind how they do that. But the Chargers got... They collect their picks. Like, you guys have Yeah. You ain't kidding. You ain't freaking kidding. So, um, yeah. Wow. All right. 
<laughs> so the Chargers, they come and they get Kenneth Murray out of Oklahoma. Guy was definitely the high, highest ranked linebacker, or I should say majority most highest ranked linebacker. We talked about him earlier. So that was a good job with them jumping in and getting that type of player, hopefully a linebacker who can, you know, be the quarterback of your defense for the next 12 years. Um, and they do, again, the, the Chargers do have a very good defense, but you know, when Phillip Rivers is throwing interceptions and going three and out all the time, it gets very hard. So we'll see uh, with Justin Herbert and also Tyrod Taylor. Very quick before we get into it, guys, we talked about certain quarterbacks sitting out for a bit. We know Joe Burrow is going to be in there probably day one. What about Herbert? What do you think, Nikki? You think that he's a day one starter? No, I think he probably probably going to have to sit a little bit. Yeah. Right, I would think. Yeah. yeah. And and that, you know, Tyrod Taylor, I like a lot. I wonder how comfortable he is with yeah. that, Damien. You know, he can't be happy about that. Yeah, he has to be, you know, just thinking, are you kidding me? Again, I'm going to be the bridge guy. Right. So it's something that, you know, it's, you get tired of being the guy getting walked on. But <laughs> that's something that he has to play himself out of. He has to play so well that another team wants to sign him to a long-term deal to be the guy. And he has a chance this year. I think that he will get an opportunity to play as long as he can as he plays as he plays well no doubt no doubt about it play well stay healthy got to do the right thing all right we're gonna keep rolling over here we're gonna go to your team now damien all right so this one i don't have a problem with the move because i've got love their offense their defense is very very good so the move that they made was going for an offensive lineman where you really cannot go wrong we talked about him before cesar ruiz um I had a Michigan, it's your guy, and it, it just, I almost started crying watching him just bawling his eyes out and everybody giving him a hug and his family. It was such a beautiful moment. And for his his sake, his family's sake, and even for your sake, bro, I hope he has a great career because that seems like a really young, great kid. So are you happy with your draft pick? Because I know that you had different ideas for where you were going to go. So let's hear the truth, my brother. Spit it. Yeah, I was a little confused at first because we did pick a center last year in the second round in McCoy out of Texas. He had a good season for us last year. So what I'm hearing is that Cesar Ruiz will probably play guard for us instead of center like he played in college. Right, Which right. We do, we do need to be able to ensure that the inside of the offensive line is good. That's where we struggled last year against Minnesota in the playoffs. That's why they beat us. They were able to rush up the middle and just hit Breeze, and that's why our offense struggled that day. So I definitely see why they made that move. Uh, I thought for sure they were going to go with Patrick Queen from LSU here because we do need linebacker help as well. But right. we did a good job of getting that later in the draft, which really made me excited when we were able to trade up and get um, Zach Bond out of uh, Wisconsin, the linebacker there. So yes. And that third-round pick, that really made me excited. So that pushed my grade up for us uh, on the overall day. To I'll say a B plus, just I don't want to be too biased from my own squad, but I like <laughs> to pick insurance offensive line. I also love that pick of trade up in the third round to get the linebacker from Wisconsin. Yeah, Zach Bourne in the third round, who had first round potential written all over him. I'm with you. Hey, I think we both had him going to Green Bay. If uh, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, didn't we? Yeah, I did. I had him. Going yeah, to so did I. I had him going 30th to Green Bay. So he certainly. Uh, he he dropped, but there was a reason for that. I think they maybe he uh, had a failed. Um, PED test or something like that, and it was because of some medication he was taking, something along those lines where he had, a, um, you know, again, a negative test, but it was explained away and everything should be good to go. So whatever, there you go. Game on. All good. 
All good. So, uh, yeah, there's your team, man. All right, New Orleans Saints did a really good job. Um, I definitely agree. You got to protect whoever is going to be your quarterback in the future, but especially Drew Brees right now. So, um, Nikki, you good with the Saints who are pretty stacked, making sure they protect Drew Brees a little bit more, and then getting a stud out of Wisconsin. Yeah, they are pretty stacked, so I'm happy for you, Damien. Yeah, oh, he's not, he's not getting any younger, so you know protection. Yeah. Protection is good, and I'm sure Kamara's going to appreciate that too. So yeah, <laughs> there you go, there you go. All right, all right. And right after that, at 25 was my team. They jumped back oh. in. They had the 31st pick, and they also had the 70th something, I believe. Anyway, they traded those two away to get up and make sure. They got one of the better wide receivers in the game in Brandon Ayuk. As we spoke about it before, I've mentioned that, you know, again, taking Javon Kinlaw first. But um, to trade back in, they really must like this kid in order to do that because that they really lost the rest of their draft picks that they acquired from Tampa in that dumb one-move tra- uh, trade for, in the draft. So, again, the 49ers, look, this kid, I watched him on tape. Obviously, I don't know a whole bunch about him because I'm not a big uh, college guy, but – I'm I'm very happy that they they had to get another wide receiver, and if they're gonna gonna play ball control type offense, what I've heard is he's a guy who can do that. You know, he may not make the big play here and there for you, but he can get the job done. So, um, if, your thoughts, real quick, Damian, and then to you on the Niners, and then we'll close them out and move on to the Packers. Yeah, I love that pick there. Like I said, being here in Arizona, I've been able to see a little bit of this guy, and he's somebody who definitely has talent, very explosive. And I think that he'll be able to, you know, take advantage of what's going on in San Francisco with that great offensive play calling. Yeah, and yes. I like to, I like to move a lot. All right, yeah, so do I, Nikki. You, uh, you, if he's as good as they think he is, do you like that move? Yeah, why not? One step closer for you guys, yeah. right? Yep, really is. And then, like I said, that Trent Williams trade that came down. Whoa, wow, that was so huge. That put a big smile on my face. So, yep, the 49ers are obviously all back in going for it, no doubt. Green Bay Packers. Oh, F. <laughs> okay, here we go. Wow. He said F stood for fuck it up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right now, just <laughs> oh, man, they really did. They freaking goofed the hell out of this one. They got a G, as a matter of fact, for goofball. I mean, Okay, wow. You want to get Jordan Love, then tell Aaron Rodgers to, to leave. I, right after yeah. that, right after that, as soon as they picked Jordan Love, not only did they pick Jordan Love, they jumped up to pick the guy. They gave away draft picks to be what? Does Matt LaFleur and and Aaron Aaron Rodgers have this just do they really have that bad of a relationship where he was smiling. He looked like the freaking Grinch when he was on TV after he made that pick. I swear to God. I I text it. I text. Listen to me. Like I have his freaking phone number. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. I did. <laughs> I tweeted to Rodgers. I said something along the lines of get the hell out of there. I can't believe that happened. Of course, I got no response. But I did hear that, you know, and I guess he's trying to be politically correct. Aaron Rodgers saying that, you know, he welcomed to the team and whatever. But. Think about the way that he feels. Of course, right? Of course, he is. Even though Aaron Rodgers is more of one of those guys who can who can be a little more transparent and let you know how he thinks, Nikki. But let's let's go with this. Aaron Rodgers, thirty six. Here's the situation. Go back to two thousand five. 
You had Brett Favre, who was 35, even a year younger. They bring in Aaron Rodgers, who basically sat for two and a half, three years, and then finally came in. You can't, that's all you can do if Aaron Rodgers is going to agree to this sort of thing. Otherwise, if he feels like they want to get this kid in and get him ready, he will not finish a Green Bay Packer. So I've said a mouthful right there. Right now, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to finish as a Green Bay Packer. He will wear another uniform, Damian, before it's all said and done. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, it just was funny. When I when I saw the pick, I was shocked. I almost dropped my drink on the floor. Yeah, I dropped mine. We definitely can't have that at all. Uh, and the first thing that came to mind for me was Lion King. I thought this was a circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> he talked about how you just mentioned how we saw this in 2005 with Brett Favre. And the difference is with Brett Favre, he was flirting with retirement on and off yes. for years there. Yes. Aaron Rodgers has not talked about retirement at all. And you know what, and, bro? I don't want to cut you off, Damien. I want you to keep your thought. Yeah. But again, he put up fantastic numbers last year. Every year. Yeah. He don't yeah. throw in a – I'm sorry to cut you off, but I had to put it in there. He's still playing an A-football type of quarterback. But continue, please. Yeah, exactly. So Aaron Rodgers still playing great football. Hasn't mentioned retirement at all. Brett Favre was somebody who was going back and forth about retiring. And at that time, when he was doing it, it was a different time where quarterbacks usually retired at 35, 36, 37. Right. But now you got quarterbacks going into Tom Brady's 43, Drew Brees is 41. So you mentioned with Aaron Rodgers being 36, if he wants to continue playing, he could play until he's 40, 41 years old. So there's no way you're going to have Jordan Love, a first-round pick, sitting for four or five years. Right. So I agree with you that I think that Aaron Rodgers is probably so fed up because they mentioned how they haven't picked a skill player in the first round since Aaron Rodgers. That's right. And you need another wide receiver there. That's exactly so right. For, for me, you got Devontae Adams, and you're like, okay, who else can we have to join him? And the gap between the number one and two receivers is crazy right now. So you think they would try to trade up to get a wide receiver. That's what I thought was happening at first. I'm like, okay, who are they trying to get a wide receiver that they love so much that they traded up? Absolutely. They got Jordan Love. So, yeah, I'm definitely with you on, on that. I don't like to pick at all. I think Jordan Love is talented. I wanted the Saints, honestly, to try to pick him because of, I think Drew Brees has done after this year, especially, you know, saying that he signed a contract with NBC already to be right. a commentator. Right. <laughs> so I thought that's something that the Saints could have done. But Aaron Rodgers isn't trying to commentate next year. No. <laughs> you think about this, it's, just, <laughs> it's just totally nuts to me, man. So I agree with you guys. I don't like to pick at all. I think Jordan Love is talented. So I'm not going to get an F just because I think he's good. So I'll give it a D. Because of the timing. Yeah, you know, and I'm with you all the way. Jared Love is, is a, I think he's got tremendous potential. The numbers didn't say it last year, but he lost his entire offensive squad uh, last in his last year in college. So that's why the numbers didn't really tell you what this kid is all about and his potential. I don't like them comparing him to Patrick Mahomes. I don't like these all, all these comparisons or whatever. Let's see what the kid's got eventually. But, yeah, you, you don't bring in a quarterback in the first round unless you really plan on playing him sometime in the near future. So we will see. I mean, that that one blew me away. It really, really I did. it blew everyone away, it, right? Uh, I it mean, has. that could stand for you got farce, too. I mean, and Aaron Rodgers doesn't seem like the type who's going to roll with this. So I agree. this will be interesting. He might be commentating soon. We never know. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I'm just with you guys. I don't, I don't understand this pick. I don't know why you would take uh, – exactly. Aaron Rodgers – 
still playing at a high level, hasn't talked about retirement. What are you guys doing? Yeah. Give him some help out there. He clearly needs some help out there, but um, it would be interesting to watch them this year. That's yeah. for sure. I mean, Nikki, I remember you being the first one um, who said, it's like, no, they need a wide receiver to compliment Devontae. That You said yeah. it immediately, you know, whether what position I was going to or, I mean, but just to go through their draft a little bit, um, we talked about their two first rounders. They got another running back. I mean, okay, I understand. But in, in the second round, you pick up A.J. Dillon from Boston College, and then they pick up a, a tight end from Cincinnati, Josiah DeGuerra. And nothing again. They're not helping Aaron Rodgers, who has been carrying that franchise since what two thousand seven, eight, whatever it's been. They give yeah. this guy no help, and that's the reason why they only won that one Super Bowl. And during that one Super Bowl, they had a pretty decent defense, and they had yeah, Greg Jennings fine, but James Starks was their running back for God's sake. You ask ten people. Nine and a half, I mean, we're going to know the hell he was. So, again, he's that good. He's not as good as he used to be, of course, but, wow. I, they To me, they had the worst draft of all, by far. They had yeah. the worst draft. Very disappointing for them. But, yeah, and, again, I just want to say, again, it's not Aaron Rodgers' job to be a mentor. His job is to go out there and get ready for, you know, every single weekend, every single Sunday or Monday night or whatever it may be. So, Yep, I can't wait to hear the things that are going to come out of camp once it finally does get started. Let's go again to the next team, guys, as we are number 27 now. Uh, I hate them, the Seattle Seahawks. I hate them. But um, they made a very interesting pick with – I didn't see it coming, but they really, really wanted this guy, Jordan Brooks. And I'm not going to lie, I don't know much about him. Linebacker at a Texas Tech. Um, They're all about defense, and I know that, but they can certainly use help on offense. So – I don't even really know what to make of this pick of them going after this particular linebacker at a Texas Tech. I'm not sure how much he stood out or whatnot, but Damian, that's where they went. So what what do you think about that? Um, just like you, I don't know much about him. I've heard that he's like a run-stopping linebacker, kind of old school. Okay. And uh, I'm a big fan of Mina Kimes. And she's a huge Seattle Seahawks fan. And her reaction wasn't good. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm a, I'm going to go with what she was saying as far as, you know, this type of linebacker is one that you usually don't have in today's league. You need somebody who can be out in space because today's league is all about being able to cover in space. And he's someone who struggles with that. So we'll see if this is the right pick. But for me, I have to give it a C- minus just because of the there's other needs there. And they, they went with somebody who may not be able to translate today's league. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with yeah. you. Couldn't agree with you more, Nikki. You're, do you have, what are your thoughts again with this? You know, go, forget it. Jordan Brooks, linebacker. Do you? Th- I mean, linebacker is a position. I don't even think that we mentioned when the three of us are going through our mock draft, Nikki. Yeah, no. I mean, I w- thought they had some other pressing needs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know, I, I think it was uh, another head scratcher, back to back head scratchers. So yeah, it was. Go. We'll see what happens here. And you know what? It makes it more of a head scratcher because the guy who most people had ranked above him significantly is Patrick Queen, who went to the Baltimore Ravens to pick after the linebacker at LSU, and they were comparing Wait, him. Are more- they stacked or what? Are oh my god! Like- oh, are you know, you know, I'm married to a Ravens fan, so I, I know. You know it's like uh, you know the house is rocking, but no, they are stacked and they are just. Doing what the Ravens do. They really are. Patrick, they were so happy to get that guy, Damien. I think there's no doubt about it. They made a fantastic move. And 
We'll see what happens, who will be the better linebacker between Jordan Brooks and Patrick Queen. I think they're going to forever be tied at the hip as linebackers in this league. So, Damian, Patrick Queen, linebacker, Baltimore Ravens, defense, all makes sense, right? Definitely. I was mad because I wanted the Saints to take Patrick Queen at their spot. Yeah, I know. So, I know. I, so, for me, I was like, man, I am so jealous of Baltimore for making that pick. Um, me being a LSU fan, I saw a lot of Patrick Queen. Think that he's a fantastic linebacker and will be great in this league, especially at Baltimore. That you know they just know him for being good on defense. It's like it just once you get to Baltimore, they inject you with something that makes you a good defender. Yes, so <laughs> you will go ahead and just you know go right in motion with Baltimore and join that system and add to it right away. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Yeah, they did a lot. They've had a lot of picks, and another one that I really love. And it goes to how their offenses played. J.K. Dobbins out of Ohio State, the running back, was their second pick. Um, I mean, what can you say, Nikki? That, that that's great. You know, they get their they get their middle linebacker, and they get J.K. Dobbins, who's one of the top three, four, five running backs in the draft. Great job with those two picks alone, Nikki, huh? Yeah, oh yeah, listen, my in-laws are happy, I mean, the phone's lighting up, so yeah, no, um, all good in Ravensland, and um, watch out, you oh, know, yeah. I mean, they're yes. always a contender in the division, but boy, they are stacked so far. They are no doubt a contender and more, they, yeah, they are so stacked, so yep, watch out, like you said, no question. Uh, 29, Tennessee Titans, I think a lot of us were talking about defense with them, I know I was. But they went with Isaiah yeah. Wilson, an offensive tackle out of Georgia, who is definitely a good player. But I think that was another one that we were like, huh? You know, there's still like Yatir Grossmanos out there, um, A.J. Epinenza, who ended up going late to the Bills. A lot of other players that I thought they could have went with. Um, even T. Higgins, because they need another wide receiver to throw to, who the Bengals picked up in the second round. So, Damien, I don't really love what Tennessee did here. I don't love it. But I understand it. Yeah, they lost Conklin. You know, you know, going to their running game, and this is a offensive lineman who's known for his run block ability. So they want to set up Derrick Henry for success. You know, not pay him. Yeah, right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. I I see what they're doing here, but I definitely agree with you guys. We all were on the same page, thought that they would go defense. So I gave this a C plus because I understand it, but I didn't love it. Yeah, yeah, totally with you. And we know they have to try to replace Conklin and, you know, make sure that offensive line is solidified for that run game, no doubt about it. But um, I don't know, maybe they were trying to trade back, who really knows, or, or even trade up for that matter. It didn't work out. But uh, Miami, they made a trade to move back to 30 to acquire more picks. Unbelievable. Uh, with Green Bay, where Green Bay moved up to get Jordan Love. Just unbelievable still. I'm going to have to write <laughs> I'm going to have to write a no, not an article, a novel about this one. This is just way too much. And the, it, it's so amazing with the parameters and how it exists with Brett Favre, same time period. Unbelievable. But, uh, again, I digress. Going to the Dolphins, um, their last pick, like we talked about before, they got their cornerback. Um, can you pronounce his name for me, please, Damien? Noah Igwuni. Good, good for you. That sounds great. I'll take it. <laughs> We're taking it. Oh my god! Next, yeah. yep. And uh, that was a good pick. And that was a good pick. And um, you know, it's funny. I had when I was doing my first mock draft, going ne- to our next pick, the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, they jumped back into the frill over here, and they, you know, they did a really good job. 
Um, I think uh, I'll go to their team in a minute, but uh, I had Jeff Gladney originally going to the 49ers with the 31st pick and ironically went with the 31st pick, but to Minnesota who did, they, they need cornerbacks and they need safeties over there. Yeah. So I think they made a really good move getting this kid out of TCU, Nikki. Um, it makes sense to get a cornerback. And I think that Minnesota did a good job uh, jumping back in over there to get that. Yeah, no, they did. I think we all talked about that. They released uh, Xavier Rhodes. So, um, no, they did a really good job. So I'll give them an A on that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Again, along with Justin Jefferson, uh, their pick, and, you know, um, it, it's, uh, Justin Jefferson, excuse me, along with two in the offensive line, and then, uh, yeah, no, no, Jeff Gladney, another cornerback. Again, I said the Minnesota Vikings, they need a lot of help back there, Damian. So is Jeff Gladney the guy that's going to really step up and help? Or did you see maybe um, a Terrell Diggs being better or somebody like that? Or even Xavier McKinney, who they could have taken? Yeah, McKinney is definitely interesting. But, you know, I think their need was more at corner than safety. So I like their pick there. I think that they did the right thing as far as going after all their needs. So I agree with Nikki and give them a right there. All right. I like it. I can dig it. I can dig it. Definitely good analysis by both of you. Good job. The very last pick of the draft, 32, Kansas City Chiefs. We all flirted with the idea that they would take a running back around then. Uh, Nikki, I know that you were saying the Dolphins would take a running back, and they were really close. They were going to just the way that – the way, no, but no, you were no. They were actually talking about that, but the way things panned out, um, that cornerback that they really wanted fell into their lap, so it worked out for them. But going to, again with the Chiefs, I thought it would have been DeAndre Swift um, or even J.K. Dobbins in the first round, but Clyde Edward Hilaire, the LSU running back, he's the one who goes to KC. And Damian, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe he's one of those pass catching running backs that really fits that team's uh, offensive dynamic. Yeah, now he's great out of the backfield and also can run routes. So there's some running backs who can catch out of the backfield, you know, screen passes, real routes, stuff like that. But he can come out, give you a slant, you know, give you a post. So he's one of those guys who will fit the system really well for Andy Reid. So I like this pick a lot for them. And also he can run between the tackles. There's some running backs who are good at catching out of the backfield but don't run between the tackles as strong. He's somebody who can do both. So I like this pick a lot there at the end of the first round. Plus, you know, it's a – a light thing here for business-wise, though, you get that fifth-year option picking him at the last pick of the first round. Right. So now you don't have as much money on the running back. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah those long lo- running backs love that system. No, they got to get that changed somehow. They really are these poor running backs. Yeah, so Kansas City overall, Nikki, yeah, you know, they they got a running back. I mean, more offensive weapons. I certainly thought they were going to go defense over there, uh, a corner, a safety, really anybody uh, for that matter. But uh, they go with the running back to complement Damian Jones and add more firepower on offense. Nikki, I thought defense. Like they need any. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. <laughs> why not go? Why not go for the next best defensive player? In in my opinion, Nikki, but wh- where are you with that? Yeah, no, I thought they would probably go defense, but it seems like this guy's versatile, and you know, I guess yeah, they need to complement. And I feel like that's just very Andy Reid, right? Give him a bunch of toys, yeah. Give him a home with a lot of weapons, yeah. And uh, yeah, they got a lot of firepower. Um, I think everyone should be a, a little nervous to play this, <laughs> especially the defending champs. So um, I think they closed it, uh, closed out the first round really well. Yeah, I, I yeah, they did, they did a good job with that they picked up uh, Willie Gay Jr., uh, linebacker out of Mississippi or Mississippi State. Um, I heard he's pretty good, so we'll see. So they did go a little defense afterwards, uh, but yeah, so they went for a running back. I mean, again, adding more firepower, just unbelievable. 
Uh, again, with that Chiefs pick, uh, Damien, I'm, there was so many different ways they could have gone. What, what would have been your way? Um, for me, I would have went defense, but I know just how Henry thinks. So, like, in the mock draft we did, I had him picking running back. Uh, but defensively, did they have anybody there who they thought was worth that pick at 32? Especially with such, you know, draft, you have seven rounds. So you have other rounds to address your needs. So I have no problem with them going running back. I can see why people would be a little confused. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. You know what I like? Uh, you, you know, it depend, I'm, we're not going to throw everybody's age out over here, right? You know, I'll, I'll be 40 in a few weeks. So I remember the oh. – fa- uh, yeah, big 4-0, huh? I, I just remember some of these guys' fathers playing the league, like Michael Pittman Jr., his father. I remember him with uh, Tampa Bay distinctly. And uh, there was another one. Gosh, oh, I can't get it off the top of my head right now. Um, another junior. Yeah, Antoine Winfield, his son. Who played for Minnesota? Yeah. Play, who played for Buffalo? Uh, it's just amazing that seeing these guys come in again. It just shows my freaking age, man. I'm getting really old. It sucks. Yeah, we've <laughs> come full circle now. Yeah, we said we were old. I said <laughs> we were getting older in the beginning of the show, and you know now we've come full circle. No it's, doubt. Uh, yeah. It really yeah, has. I was, like I joked about you know the fact that I was old enough to remember what happened with Brett Favre and that drama. Right. I'm seeing Aaron Rodgers replacement get drafted. You know, upsets me a little bit that I'm old enough to remember all that. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It is very, it is a little upsetting. <laughs> hey, I'll mention one more thing on the Cowboys really quick because I was just kind of scrolling up and down with a few of the picks. I forgot they had uh, picked up Trayvon Diggs, who a corner cornerback out of Alabama, who was a borderline first, second round pick, and they got him, you know, fairly late. In the second round, because they got rid of Byron Jones uh, earlier this year. He's now playing with Miami. So they got the corner. They got a wide receiver. Dallas not bad at all, man. Dallas Dallas did a pretty decent job with that stuff. And I can't get mad at that. Really can't. So overall, I think most of these teams really hit it for the most part, except for obviously Green Bay. We're all in agreement with that one. Um you know, again, whoever your best offensive tackle is, that's who you go with. The receivers, there was a lot of them in there. Again, a lot of offensive linemen, a lot of SEC players. Great draft. And even looking at some of the second-round picks, which, you know, we're not going to get into right now at all. I don't want to go crazy with all this stuff. We mentioned a few of them. But even these guys, even like a Jalen Johnson, a cornerback from Utah, Chicago got him at 50th, which is excellent value. I, again, I just think this was a great draft uh, – Great players in this draft, and it's just getting more and more exciting. And I really hope that Chase Young is not as good as Nick Bosa and uh, Joey Bosa, even for that matter. But, uh, you know, we'll see. Again, we got a lot more to go. We're going to wrap it up here in a minute, guys. Look, this has been awesome, giving out grades for the teams, going through the first round, incorporating some second, third, fourth, fifth round picks as well. Uh, we're going to talk more. We're going to do more of a recap in even more of a divisional-type basis. So, you guys stay tuned for that. Today, we're going to wrap it up here on 3rd and 3. Damien, if you would mind doing the honors, tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter, please, or any other social media site. Yes, thank you, man. I love doing this show, man. But uh, you can find me at the Real Deal WDA. That's the Real Deal W as in whiskey, D as in Delta, A as in Alpha on Twitter. And I'm definitely going to have these guys on my podcast, The Real Deal with Damian Adams, sometime soon to talk some football and some other things as well. So you can check out that podcast as well. Love it. Can't wait. Can't wait. Nikki, let them know where you're at. They want to laugh. They love your jokes. Come on, tell them. (laughs) So I'm told. You can find me at Nikki Nick. 
Nick, N-I-K-K-I-N-I-C-9384, Twitter and Instagram. And I am so happy that we got to do this, talk about football. Thank God for the draft. Oh, yeah. We all need a little sports in our life. Um, yeah, and it was very cool to see the first virtual draft. So these are weird times, but uh, I hope that we made everybody laugh and uh, forget about things for an hour or so. Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. That's what we're here for, to talk sports, have fun, and hopefully you guys get some joy out of it as well. Third and three, that is us, Nikki, Damien, and me. Third and three, guys, we're going to come back probably next week, do some more recap for now. We're out. We love you all. Damien, Nikki, as always. Bye. Later.